Hey, hey, hey. Let's see, where are the comments? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dad. Hey, Brandon, good morning. You're up early. Quite a, quite a light over your head. Look, you look like an angel with a halo going on there today. Oh. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. I saw you were up early today, no? Well, yeah, I was up early. Did I post something, or how did you know I was up so early? Well, you were, you were messaging me really early in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're an early riser, too. So good morning, everybody. Yeah, good morning, everybody. I see Candice in the chat. Hey, Candice, able to join us today. Underling. That's an interesting name, Underling. We had some, uh, yeah, some some early folks logging on and saying hello and standing by. So that's nice. In the lobby, yeah. But I guess everyone, I guess tuning in now, they'll see the. If you guys can hear us in the live chat, if everything's sounding good, we can kind of kick things off. But yeah, good to see everybody here. And yeah, this is our second attempt at our uh, weekly live stream. You know. This was spurred dead, like, after the event we did back in Vancouver, like, what was it, three weeks yeah. ago, and just getting to see everyone, it's just, like, being able to connect with people on live is just different than, than a video, you know? It's, like, it's just, there's it's much more intimate to be able to answer your questions and see you guys. I see good mornings coming in. Hey, Tony, Tony's back again another week. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Nice. Yeah, there's something special about it, and I really look forward to this, actually. 40 people yeah. live, let's go. I agree. I think we may have talked about that last, last week as well, where that in-live session is just just re brings you right back down to to you know not t not talking to a camera it's so cool so to have people logging on and answering questions and have the interactivity of this is, is really neat that's so cool good morning dimitro dimitri where are you guys tuning in from today we're across canada i assume yeah i think, I think one of the things we might talk today if we get there is to, uh on the the bell canada you know they made a big announcement they're laying off a bunch of people and closing a bunch of stations so i wonder how many people are affected by that? I know, I think, is it 1410 in Vancouver, the BNN radio, or 1040 or 1410, I think it is. They're closing. Anyways, we'll get to that if we get to that. We'll just sort I don't of know see who, where you guys lead us. I don't think people listen to radio anymore these days, Dad. There's other things nowadays. They don't listen to radio. That's why they're closing. <laughs> there you go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, so, yeah. Dan from downtown Vancouver. Nice, guys. Well, hey, why don't we kick things off? Uh, good morning, Enid. Uh, I'll probably man the chat, and Dad, I know you you got the screens to share, but why don't we take sure, a look I'll at what's happening in the markets? Sure. Let me just uh, throw up a screen share here. Oh, I see Ottawa, Ottawa, Victoria, Nanus. <laughs> There's a place called Nanus. Speaking of which, Dad, before we get in too deep, let, let's yeah. start this on a, on a creepy note today. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh, this is not true. It's not true. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're talking about the dead deer and the witches and stuff? Fill in the fill in the audience for those for those that okay. don't know my dad's from my dad's from Powell River. I don't mean to slander your city or anything, but I mean I yeah I know I, it's really I, weird. If you well, I'm sure you haven't heard of this, but I, I certainly had of um, Brandon's brother uh, texted me the other day and he said, "Is this true?" And there's a picture of two half naked women, witches known as witches, um, eating a dead <laughs> deer carcass. And I said, "It's not true." And I anyway, I started I googled it, and there's like a hundred websites that show this story but none of them are local so like they're they're bizarre they're bizarre websites and there's nothing in the local press <laughs> it's a pretty small town right everybody kind of hears everything so no as soon as you said that i went oh yes uh, but no as far as i know but you know now it'll probably come up if i if i uh, if i google it here, you'll kind of if you see google it i'll say this it, Powell River. Go ahead. it's de it's definitely uh, it definitely had me wish. thinking twice about coming up to to come, uh, come and visit you. Maybe go yeah, to images. The, the Daily yeah. Mail, TikTok, you got Boing Boing and News 18, conspiracybizarre.ca, 
Which wild hunt lastly. So anyway, I'll just click on one of these here. Not and not to creep anybody out, but yeah, uh, it's. I mean, our our witch, our witch is a real thing. Like, our, I think I don't see why not. They could just be living in the woods and going. I think to he eat. can identify as a witch, as far as I know. <laughs> I think, but these Whoa. are the pictures. Apparently, did you they... see that, Max? The witches. The witch. Why are you just looking at witches? <laughs> this is an investment. Max says, "Why are we looking at witches?" <laughs> good, good call. Get yeah. back to the get back to the stuff. While it might speak to the high price of food these days, are eating tent. So anyway, inflation. yeah, this is kind of came on inflation. This, this has come on. And it says here, um, two d people wearing little clothing appear on a trail camera in Powell River, British Columbia. Nobody here. Who I've, I've talk to and, and uh, you know Jenny works at a dental office and they talk about all the big news uh, and nothing here so this is some kind of a hoax thing. fake I news I guess we just we just give it a quick fact check um, fake well, news. you know what yeah they, they um, I guess you post something that's crazy like this pick a town anywhere and people they're gonna get clicks and the ad guys are gonna love it yeah that's that's true <laughs> I'm North Shore Highland. I'm, I'm yeah, just, just get that out of there. Let, let's look. Let's get to business here. But North Shore says yeah. you, you can't drive to Powell River, and yeah, you you can drive over ferries. But yeah, we have to take two ferries to to get the news to Powell River. Bears all these days. I like it. You know. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think technically you can drive to Powell River. I've never done it, but oh. apparently there's a route if you go up past Whistler and then loop back through the mountains and the valleys and whatever. Apparently there's like a six or seven hour route that you can take. Because that's that's a common thing. People say, oh, you know, oh, you're going to go to the island to visit your dad, and it's like, well, you're technically not on the island, the Vancouver Island, are you? It's it's, Very it's on the main. Not. It's on the yeah. mainland. Yeah. What you do is on the west coast of BC, it kind of is like a peninsula type thing. So you go from, you know, Vancouver area, Horseshoe Bay, to the next peninsula, Seashell. Then you drive about an hour and fifteen minutes, and then you, but you're still on the mainland, and then you take another ferry to the next jut out. So yeah, but everybody says, well, oh, how's Seashell. life on the island? Seashell is on the island, though. No, it's not. Seashell is oh, on the mainland. Uh, that, and oh, that's why people we... get confused, right? Oh, I You take know a that. ferry, so you think, oh, I'm on an island, but you're not. You're just going up. It's like Norway. You know, there's all these little fjord-type things. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, let's take a look at some of the stocks. I, I, I've been watching Tesla, Dad. I don't know about you. Um, I mean, Tesla's been on one heck of a run uh, to start the year. Meta as well has been on it. I actually saw a post there. Tesla, Meta, and Google, the, these sort of stocks are really propping up the, the market. Um, in yeah. fact, I think it was a Graham Stephan video saying, you know, the broader market, you know, aside from just a handful of stocks, would actually be down on the year. But you've had such strong performance out of some of these tech players. NVIDIA obviously playing a big role in that as well. But that is propping up the market year to date. But it's not really indicative of the entire market. That's that's where my take is, um, and so the, the market's sort of living and dying by the, these the, the high tech companies, certain ones. As it kind of has over the past little while. <laughs> I think I can go here, for example. I think I can move this, let's say, to a three month performance. And if we look here, I mean, look at the look at Microsoft, Apple, Nvidia, Google, mm -hmm. Meta, Amazon, Tesla. These are the companies that are that are have screened. All in the tech uh, sector as well. All in this. Kevin, shout out to Kevin from Florida. Florida, you're American, Kevin. Like uh, American Lakeland, Florida. So, nice. I know a lot of my former uh, portfolio manager buddies have you know hang out down in Florida for the winter, <laughs> quite a bit. That's mm -hmm. a, a good a good retreat. And I know a lot of people. I, I believe a lot of people from the East Coast, like or the East Coast, or from Toronto East, um, go down to that area as well. We tend to go to Mexico or Hawaii and and or Palm Springs or Phoenix, and the East Coast goes to the the islands over there, the Bahamas probably, but. 
Yeah. Yeah. If if yeah, Lakeland, Florida, cool. Lakeland is the lightning capital. Lightning capital of North America. Oh. There you go. Lightning capital. Well. Gra- Grandma's telling me Florida is in the United States. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Do we have anyone tuning in from the prairies uh, in the live chat today? Grandma's telling me like the the lightning storms in the prairies can get pretty the, the oh, yeah, thunderstorms. Well, I mean, I moved here. I moved to British Columbia uh, 42 years ago. Holy. So I spent my youth, I, mean, I was 18 when I moved here, but I vividly remember the storms back there. And we don't really get storms here. We don't get lightning in, in Vancouver, do we, Brad? Not often. Like, it's kind of exciting when we do, but yeah, definitely yeah. Not, not common. Lightning and thunder. Whereas there in the summertime, especially, you get it all the time, and it's really cool. But it's going to be scary as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, for sure. I think in Sound of Music, they did a song about that, didn't they? Hmm. Yeah. What is this? What is the stock LLY? I see a stock that's up thirty-seven percent. Uh, Eli Lilly. LLY stock. Eli Eli Lilly. I guess. You're right. Eli Lilly and Co. Holy smokes! That stock has been on uh, quite a tear. I'm just pulling it up on my screen. Hmm. But uh, I'll go click over here. What is this pharmaceutical company? This, this one actually hasn't there. ever come across my radar. Eli, which one? Eli? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's I was looking. Big, if you look, uh, if you kind of look at their all-time performance, it's uh, it's uh, oh, so yeah, big player in the healthcare space. <laughs> seventy-two thousand uh, percent since nineteen seventy-two. It's not too bad. Yeah. Not too shabby at all. It's like my Ballard Power. <laughs> up about seventy-two thousand percent, then came down about ninety-nine point eight from there. Yeah. So, uh, hey, yeah, one of the stories, Brent, I wanted to talk about today. Well, I mean, let's just. The, the biggest story of the week, I think, probably is just that the, the Fed paused the interest rate hike for the first mm-hmm. time uh, in 10 meetings. So that's, I think that's pretty big news. Uh, the market's like that. But the um, but the biggest news, it says right here on the screen, uh, but it signals, it pauses, but signals two more increases are likely in 2023. So... They give you the good news is like, hey, we're going to pause here, but then they slap you with this two more, uh, two more increases likely. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of a mixed. Well, the message is clear, but the interpretation of how the markets are reacting is, is a little bit unknown. Yeah, I mean, I was following the markets uh, more or less on the announcement, and we did see a drop. We saw a drop in the markets upon the pause. Uh, I like, think they believe they did. They did pick up intraday and finish the day. I think decently. You decently know what I found. You know what I found interesting? The, the the markets dropped about a minute or two before the actual announcement, as far as I can see. Like literally, uh, before the announcement. So all the leaker, the leaks were out, and all the mm. big money maybe was bailing because, um, like if my if my feed is correct, then it was just slightly before the actual uh, announcement came out. But I found that interesting. So what is your general take on the on the markets right now? I mean, I'm seeing people, uh, and I I think probably incorrectly, you know, saying, hey. The new bull market is here, ready to fly. I mean, like I said, we've seen uh, the indices start to run a little bit with certain stocks performing very well. Yeah, what is your take on that? I'll I'll, I'll start. Um, yeah, go ahead. something in something in me tells me that we're not out of the woods yet, and I mean that's my instinct tells me that um, just based on what we're seeing out in the world and a couple more rate hikes to come, um, as recently indicated. Uh, that's my opinion. I'm not sure what what you have to say. Well, my opinion is I, I concur with you, and it's it's really really hard when we're seeing the markets power forward like this to say that we're that we're up you know uh, some rough waters ahead. 
Mm-hmm. And as you know, I do bearish. Like, I don't know if bearish is the right term, but just more hesitant than than most to be jumping in at. Cautious at would be a cautious a word, is a good word. I would yep. think, and uh, you know, I do my my monthly sort of. I started this back in August of last year. Just saying, you know, have we have we reached the market bottom? Because if you remember, at that time, the markets were were falling pretty pretty dramatic dramatically, and then they sort of leveled out. And the metrics that I have historically looked at. Uh, I, I cover six. I mean, there's many, many more than that, but I cover six mm-hmm. in, in the series, and they're still saying, for the most part, that well, the, they're saying we haven't seen the bottom because the, mm-hmm. what they're measuring is his, using history as a guide. When the markets are have dropped, okay, what do these six things do? And I'll just say, for example, like the the um, the yield curve, like the yield curve mm-hmm. is inverted, and it's very reliable that once it inverts, it has to come back into positive territory before before the markets have bottomed out. Now, when I say bottomed out, heck, I mean, let's say uh, October lows of last year, if they got to within a few percent of that, I'm going to I'm gonna call it Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, you know, a few people have said, well, it should, maybe, maybe you should change it from bottomed out to you know, what, what's the next direction kind of thing. And I, I'm okay with that too. I'm, I'm going to be doing a new video over the weekend, just updating uh, those numbers. But when I look at so many of those metrics, it's telling me, nope, we're not there yet. <laughs> like the signs mm-hmm. are saying we haven't, mm-hmm. um, but the markets are saying, yeah, right, buddy, we're, we're going up. So that, well, that's exactly it. There's to me, I'm just seeing the disconnect between the market performance and then just being a citizen, living, living amongst the world. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's funny, I, I was out in Vancouver talking to people last week for some content and, you know, asking questions, asking people questions on the economy and what they're doing. and. Th- Every single person I talked to said they're they're struggling and hey, oh, one person just got laid off and one person was really fighting, you know, at the grocery store with inflation. There are, a t- uh, there is, it seems to be a disconnect between what we're seeing in the market today and again, maybe driven by a few handful of stocks um, versus the rest. And even uh, like I said, it's there, to there, me, I'm just, a- I, and the, re- the reason I say that is, I mean, I'm sure our, our viewers here are wondering, should I be buying? Should I be selling? Should I be doing this or that? Um, I, I've been having money and I'm just, I, it's hard for me to deploy, at least in the stocks that I'm looking at. There are definitely stocks at uh, values, which we can talk about maybe towards the end of this, uh, some of the stocks we're liking. But I mean, even uh, Tesla's a stock that, for example, I was eyeing, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, it's up 50%, 60%. And it's just hard for me to justify getting in. I, I, I do understand maybe the long-term uh, potential and whether that would be irrelevant or not down the road, but it's... Um, I think the word that's yeah. sort of creeping in, the underlying tone here is, is things are ir- irrational. Um, mm. And the times that I've seen that before, um, whether they're irrationally high or irrationally low uh, during my my career, um, obviously I go back to the tech crash. I mean, that was the first time that I had been an, uh, an advisor back in you know, 2000 when, this, when the tech market crashed and the whole market went along with it, of course. And these are discussions. I mean, there's echoes here so much from those times. And then of course, in, in, when the, we had the great financial crisis, these similar types of conversation were were occurring. And I think to this phrase, um, it's, it's different this time. Mm. And we're hearing that, you know, with AI and th- times have changed. And yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm probably more cautious as an investor than a lot of people tuned in right now and who watch our channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've but I heard the same arguments over and over. So yeah, my, my spidey senses are tingling and just going, ah, gee, I don't see well, how we can just sustain these these irrational numbers. But 
it's it's funny you use that spidey sense like some sort of joke but i guess over the years as an investor dad you've been doing this for however many decades you do develop a spidey sense if like just like an an intuition about either what i'm seeing and is this right is this wrong should i be doing this or the opposite Mm -hmm. um shout out daniel pronk in the in the chat by the way um daniel we're always tuning in always tuning into his live streams uh for stock unlock you guys you guys all know Daniel Pronk, yeah, the man out in Calgary. But uh, good to see you here, buddy. Yeah, but um, nice. what, I, what I was going to say, Dad, is like, you know, at least what I've really, something that's been really ingrained with me as, a, as an investor is like really thinking like on a psychological level, um, you know, what we're seeing in the market and then just verifying, does this make sense? Is this a, a herd mentality type thing? And, and I kind of, you know, I, I'm seeing more and more people. I actually did a poll on my Instagram asking, are we in a bull market or a new bull market or we have more downside to come? And when there are times of optimism, like now, like with Tesla going on this little run or these NVIDIA going up, you know, 100% mm-hmm. over the past year, I can't help but just think that that is a sign of, of something, of more downside to come. And it doesn't happen right away, um, which is where patience does kind of help me out when I'm just able to lay low and just kind of monitor and really wait till I can find something that that I that I'm confident in but yeah doing doing the opposite of of what is you know I guess happening out there on a on a wider scale has tended to work well for me and that's why when I see people talking about yo we're on this new bull market I I, I, can't, I can't quite agree with that yet well it was some a, a comment some some feedback on that series I was talking about which is very relevant and uh, I'll paraphrase but the the viewer had said something to the effect of you think the markets haven't bottomed so you are so that's your theory going in so you're looking for evidence to back that up and that's the way our Mm. brains work now my reply to the comment was it's actually the opposite i mean i i would love if if the market's just going to go up from here i'm an investor like everybody else i know there's this concept if you're accumulating um you know you want it to go down so you can buy more shares valid but i'm i'm further down the stage th- than that so um i i'd love if the markets just went on a big tear and lock in some profits but mm-hmm. i'm the opposite of that my my humanity says gee look at what the market's doing Mm-hmm. But when I look at those the numbers, they're saying, well, this doesn't match. Like said, you said, there's this disconnect, right? So it's always mm-hmm. that balancing game. And I guess it comes down to, I mean, if this is sort of, uh, I like this format, this live format where we kind of freewheel and go anywhere. But it comes always comes back to the basic um, strategies. We're here as investors and just make sure you're managing a portfolio properly. So it's, it's, it's a good news, mm-hmm. bad news scenario. Absolutely. And yeah, I just I like what Tony and said and Daniel kind of echoed. They're saying it's just feeling harder and harder, hesitant ever to, to, to deploy money. And I, I totally agree with that as well. And uh, yeah, and like I say, I'm lucky. I've, I've been here before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a look. All right here. Kevin says uh, the weekly QQQ RSI is above 70. So we we're close to a top inflation has pushed the markets higher. Yeah, uh, Kevin. Uh, Good call out. I, I mean, I, I do keep my eye on the RSI and it can fake you out, but it's, I, the, the way I invest, I, it's pretty reliable actually for just seeing a next move. I mean, you can hit a high, come back a little bit and then, you know, go on a, on another high. And so the mm-hmm. RSI, like any metric, uh, whether it's uh, technical or not, they're not a hundred percent reliable in isolation, but that's another, another clue. 
as well. Mm-hmm. So I totally agree with that. And maybe before we move on to our next story, I just Daniel's yeah. uh, you know put a good good question in here. Are there sectors you're see, both seeing value in? I don't know about both of us, Dad. We haven't talked about this, but maybe we'll see if we see eye to eye. Um, financials and utilities seem to be the areas that have some. And, and I, th- I think you're probably referring to Canadian uh, stocks here. Is that fair to say, Daniel? Because I, I, I have as well been looking at the Canadian um, banks. Uh, Bank, of Nova, Bank of Nova Scotia was just eyeing, um, in my opinion, looking looking like a great ad. Uh, TD as well. I think I just nibbled a TD last week. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at Bank of Nova Scotia today with the 6.4% dividend P of 9.9. Um, Definitely some weakness there. I've been seeing weakness in the telecom sector, which uh, we have uh, an article up next, which is kind of what I thought would frame that really well. But oddly enough, Daniel, I think um, when I'm looking at the U.S. sector, tech has gone on this crazy run, but I do st- I am still seeing pockets of opportunity within tech. And I'm not talking here about our chip providers, the ones that are up two million trillion percent, but uh, I mean something as simple as Google and Amazon actually. <laughs> I'm just looking at, you know, I'm, I'm again, very close to wanting to just nibble, nibble on both those. And I know you're, I believe you're a fan of Google as well, um, Daniel, or Alphabet that is, but. I'm gonna throw on this one screen I have here, which measures an RSI at um, uh, under 30 or, or close to 30. And even mm. just this very short list here. I mean, sometimes you can look at this and there's like 30 names on here. And these are just a, a, a universe of companies that I watch, but you look at Bell Canada, Barrick Gold, General Mills, Rogers. And then I have a screen which is RSI over uh, over 70, actually. It says 30 on the yeah. tab here, but over 70. And when you look at some of the numbers here, if I go, you know, look at these numbers, 78, 76, 76, et cetera. There's a lot of names. My beloved Ford is on there trading at 76 uh, RSI. And I say that in jest because I don't love Ford. Uh, you, should, you, should, it, you should buy a Ford, Dad. I feel like you should buy a Ford. I'll be Team Tesla, you be Team Ford. We'll have a little I digress. might just get that the 150 EV when it's available uh, up here because our next car slash vehicle will be a pickup truck. I can assure you of that. Living oh, no kidding. My accent would have, oh, yeah, it has to be up here. I feel like a I feel like a fool driving around in, a, in a, <laughs> an RDX because everybody up here has a, a pickup truck with a boat behind it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's fair. But no, it just but makes no. sense because it's it's a uh, you know a Wait, lot of the trails and the roads are a little rougher around here. So did, did I catch you say the, the like the Ford F one fifty Lightning like the EV is yeah, what you're thinking? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, no kidding. I, mean, I haven't looked at it uh, yeah. in any great detail, but um, yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm looking at the photos on Google and they look it, it looks like a sharp car. I mean I think it's a truck. Yeah, it's, it's a decent looking uh, as opposed. Oh man, we've talked about this on the channel before, but I'm not a huge fan of what it, what does uh, Tesla call their their pickup truck? The the cyber trucks. The cyber trucks. I just think that they are. I think I use the term ugly, but a lot of people said, well, I like the way they look, and I guess that could be a generational. Uh, thing. <laughs> you you got to think outside the box sometimes. I, I see you in this little, you know, you're in this little box yeah. you've been living in your whole life, and it's uh, times are changing, right? This this is cool. I I would like to know. Well, there Gabriel's voting for the Cybertruck. Maybe throw in a in the chat. What what's better, a Cybertruck or a a Ford F one fifty Lightning? Most the the highest selling pickup truck in uh, decades, uh, I think. I'll be honest with you, hey Pat yeah. from Poco. I, I'll be honest with you. I like the I like the F one fifty two. I like the little like beam that it has on the front. Yeah. I guess similar to this, but um, Cybertruck looks like a dumpster. We have to go in and say it. Kevin says if you buy a Cybertruck, I'll buy you a cloud suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kevin, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Oh. They go hand in hand, I guess. 
Well, you know, but this is just sort of a snippet of this battle that, you know, between the, all of these companies developing the SUV or the, uh, the EVs, The right? EV so, market, yeah. Man, that's really developing. There's some big news with Toyota I had on my, I think it was Wednesday's uh, sort of trending news update yeah. with their, uh, their new batteries that they're coming out with, which have, I think, a, I, I, I had around a thousand uh, kilometer range, but I saw a report that said uh, they're on 1200 or something like that on a 10 minute charge. They're solid state wow. batteries. So, and, and that's the way that the industry will evolve. I mean, right yeah. now, absolutely, Tesla is the leader and they're licensing out their their supercharger stations, right? Which is, is awesome I, for them. I think it's, as we talked about on our last stream last week, we, we came to the conclusion that that is just beneficial for the entire space as a whole. And it's, yeah. it's interesting because even the, um, you know, we got similar comments during the Apple event saying, you know, the, the, the VR, you know, their VR thing, like, yeah. what does that mean? Yeah. If Apple can knock this, this product out of the park, or at least have it to be a, a viable product, that boosts the entire scene, right? It just Absolutely. provides a, and, and I think there's a very similar comparable there, you know, with, with the Ford and Tesla deal with using the superchargers. It's, you know, there may be one winner and one clear, uh, you know, star, but if, but that does set the tone for the rest of the uh, industry. And, you know, what I think is from actually now owning a Tesla for about a month, the, the EVs are great. The charging is great, but the, the self-driving, not to make this about a Tesla, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. episode, but you know, the, the, the self-driving is just crazy. I mean, you actually tested it, right, Dad? You were out I on did, the highway. Yeah. Your car, and, yeah. And yeah, and it's, um, it's funny. Me, that's it's what, funny. We were, Brandon and I were, were in his, uh, his Model Y, and we were pulling into the driving, uh, into the parking lot at the house here, or into the driveway, and I said, hey, I want to test out this, uh, the automatic driving. And Brandon good jumped out of the car. He said, he said, if I'm testing it, I want to be at the wheel. So I took it out for maybe 15 minutes, and I really loved it. It's yeah, technically, good. you were the first one to test it because yeah, I, I didn't, tr I didn't trust it, uh, you know, in all honesty. And and uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you've done research on how sacrifice uh, your father. Right? <laughs> hey, the channel. The, hey, if we're looking at the longevity of the channel for the people, I think yeah. um, <laughs> you're the guy we need to have around, right? When I think in Toronto, I we should fly on separate flights just in case. A longer span. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, oh, yeah, uh, I just uh, wanted to before. Um, Daniel, you had asked about sectors, and I think yeah, we just touched on it, but um, yeah, I mean, I see value right now in the Canadian financial space. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I think the insurance companies have done better than the, the banks themselves recently, but yeah. I kind of get that feeling where I'd love to just, you know, pour more money in there, but you always have to have a, a reasonably balanced portfolio. I've got my exposure to the financials, and I've added to it just because, you know, the it's been so hard hit. But yeah, yeah. I, I think I see space there. Um, SkySight uh, passes. you might not pull a heavy boat very far. So I may have misspoken because um, I said everybody up here has a pickup truck with a boat behind it. Our strategy is just get a whole bunch of friends who have boats. I'm not interested in managing a boat. The truck, yes, mm. but the boat. So I'm not going to have to pull a boat at all. That's kind of my strategy here. That's not an asset in your, ah. uh, your portfolio. <laughs> look, look at, throw Kevin's comment up there. <laughs> While eating dead uh, deer carcasses. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Brandon B. Hey, I wonder what this guy's last name is. But uh, Brandon B. Yeah, uh, agreed. I'm buying uh, TD Bank stock. Nice. I I literally nibbled on TD last week uh, as well, uh, Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. And yeah, like I said, B, B, Bank of Nova Scotia and uh, the Scotia Bank is another one that that I was looking at it. If I were kind of starting a whole new position um, and I didn't own TD and Royal Bank, um, BNS was what I was looking at personally. Uh, but but obviously, you know, there, that's one thing too as part of your portfolio. You don't you can't just 
there's so many stocks I come across. You can't just be buying every single one. Otherwise, it just gets too messy. You kind of stick to your guns with with uh, a few of your core holdings, and uh, nibble, 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 nibble. You know that reminds me, Brad, what you just said about a story I heard way, way, way back at the beginning of my career. There's a portfolio manager probably who was you know presenting, and I haven't told the story. I don't think for a long time. So I'll, I'll hopefully I'll be able to articulate it here, but. Um, his concept of so what are we going to buy? Are going to buy BNSTD? How much in the financials, etc.? And I've always advocated for having knowing that number before you go in. And his analogy was this: Imagine you're a young guy and you get a new job and you need to wear a suit. I mean, back in the days when you wore a suit, not so much anymore. And he said, you go out, you need a like a, a blue suit, you need a brown suit, and then you need you know three or four ties, and you need a couple of pairs of shoes. So you determine what you need. And I see Max's elbow there. Yeah, Max is, I don't know what Max is doing. Max is doing something. I'm hey, over there. <laughs> He's been off the clay, yeah. I'm replying to all our, we're running a TikTok ad and I couldn't figure out how to reply to the comments and I went and they're all just like so savage. I was like replying to all of them. TikTok, <laughs> TikTok ads can be something else, but yeah, yeah, yeah. can you guys hear Max all, all, all fine? Hope everyone's doing good, having a great Friday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So imagine um, Max, yeah, imagine the scenario where Max, he says, I, I need to buy a suit. So he goes out and he, he, you, you define what I need. <clears throat> Let's say you need two pairs of shoes, a brown pair and a black pair. Okay, great. Well, a month later, you're walking past a shoe store and you see this really cool pair of, I don't know, two-tone or blue shoes or whatever, a different type of shoe. And you go, wow, I really want to buy those. But then you think back, but I know what I need. And I only need two pairs of shoes. So mm. buying another pair, you could you know say it's a waste of money. Same thing with a stock portfolio. If you know I need X percent, so I, I you know, cap out, let's say about 15% of my assets are in mm -hmm. financials. So if I'm at 15% and I see a really good financial opportunity, I, I'm loving BNS right now, well, either I break my rules and I go over there and I buy something I don't need, or I, it replaces something in my portfolio perhaps. But that's really, uh, it's, I've always used that as a good way of disciplining myself to make sure that you're not just going out, oh, here's a, something that's in the news today, so I'll buy it. Because you can end up with 50 stocks in a portfolio yeah. or, you know, you're buying ETFs. That's so true. You know, yeah, so just. That's that, I really like that analogy, Dad. And it's like, and even in a real life case, I mean, when you go out and buy that that, that fancy pair of shoes or that Whatever fancy tie, that's a little bit more niche. You, you you wear it once, and then it just ends up not being a core. You end up just sitting in your drawer. So that, I think that's actually applicable too. Where if you're going out and buying all these things that look exciting for the day, or you know, kind of pique your interest, but they're not part of your core investing plan, um, sometimes they may work out, but they also may end up just kind of stuck in the closet, if you will, right? Yeah, collecting dust because you get excited about buying something right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah um before we move on to the next news story i will say this who in, in the chat is from toronto because last time we were out in toronto we had uh when was that was it about a year ago or so for September. the money show in fact it probably was exactly a year ago and we got to meet a bunch of you guys um our students uh followers we are coming up we got invited again uh, actually super exciting to come back to the money show so up on the screen you're looking at it this is the dates are september 8th and 9th this is an in-person event and we were uh, invited to be uh, one of the keynote panels so maxwell there on the left who is actually on my left in real life right now but max will be moderating uh, the panel with uh, myself mark uh, adrian canadian in a t-shirt who i know you guys probably know and love shay the humble trader who has over a million subscribers over on her trading channel this should be a, an absolute blast and uh, it's completely free to attend. So last year, like we had so many people come out because you just come in, you come watch our presentation, you can go to the, the trade booth, look at all sorts of the cool companies that are sponsoring. 
Um, come take photos with us. Come just chit chat and hang out. It should be such a such a blast. And there there should be a link down below this. Um, Kevin is downtown Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, go if you're available on the eighth and ninth. Go down. Kenna says it should be a great show. It should be a great show. It will be. Um, the event in, in its entirety was awesome, but especially our segment should be really, really good. But yeah, there's a link down below, and that way they can kind of track you know, who came from which audience. So if you guys don't mind clicking that and, and uh, signing yeah. up, that would be really, really cool. But Kevin, if you come, the, the admission is free, but I want you to bring my clown suit. That'll be your price <laughs> of admission. <laughs> what, can, what can we get you to wear that up on the panel? Oh, that would, that would be something special. I can wear my, my cowboy hat mustache. Here, I... <laughs> On the yeah, yeah 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 that was funny, um, Tony. When are you gonna come down to Calgary? Great question, timely question. Literally after this live session, I've got a day scheduled with um, one of my team members. We are finalizing everything for next month. So uh, with Blossom here, yeah I know Brian. That link is weird. So let me know if you guys can click that link. That's what they told me to send. So what, the link is weird. Uh, I'll be honest, but. Um, it does still work if you copy and paste it into the browser. I'm not expecting you guys to copy and paste it into the browser, but um, I think when when, it, when I click on it, 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 it works. Um, but if not, link. it's strange. But um, oh, we got so we got a couple people I guess in Calgary, Kim and Tony. Um, we will be there next month. So almost to this day, next month with Blossom Social. I don't know if you guys saw the event we just hosted in Vancouver, but it was epic. Like it was just a, an absolute blast. Um, Adrian, again, Canadian teacher, will be coming out to Toronto. Uh, the dates we have set is for July, July, either 17th, 18th, or 19th. And by the end of today, we will be, you know, confirming and finalizing with a venue. But uh, that will be next next month. And if you do stay on, uh, Kim, just stay on top of my socials, uh, either on here, uh, Instagram, or um, better yet, if you're on the Blossom app, that would be huge because uh, everyone's going to share it on the Blossom app. Who's coming, who's not. There'll be a big post announced there. So yeah, there's links to there should be links to all that down below this video. But uh, next month we're gonna do a really cool event. We got some fun fun venues lined up, and uh, yeah, it there that's gonna be epic. So next next month there, Kim and uh, Tony. Off the topic, but Kim, do you do you know someone in Karen? I know a Karen. Oh, I knew a Karen Verhady back in the day. Just wondering if you happen to be related. Not sure. Um, hey, Brandon, I think you just switched back to my screen there. And one of the stories um, that, uh, uh, did we touch on it? With Bell Canada um, laying off 1,300 people across Canada. And the reason I thought this might be interesting, well, I know a lot of, I don't, uh, there's a lot of our viewers who do own uh, shares of Bell Canada. So this is one of those things where it's kind of a good news, bad news, because nobody likes the news of the layoffs, etc. But they're basically revamping their entire business model. And I know they're, they have stations all across Canada, right? So um, I'm wondering how many people are affected by that. I, I well, like when, when companies revamp, but it's controversial. Well, Bell, Bell Canada is a stock that I owned for many years. I don't own yeah. them right now. Uh, I sold out and uh, actually I think I, I own Rogers uh, of the three. And I think TELUS is well that's on my radar. But uh, when I did own Bell, I was monitoring you know, every quarter, every year, what's looking at. And always some of the weaker segments were in this media, some of these outlets. Like the trends were working very un, un in their favor, um, especially as we'll see here, Dad. I mean, cutting a bunch of uh, radio outlets, right? Is that is that right? Radio stations? They're covering a bunch of radio outlets. And what you, you just nailed it, Brandon. They're saying like the whole that industry was, has changed so much. They, they just can't keep up. They're losing a ton of money. But yeah. they, here's some uh, list of, uh, they're going to shutter. 
Because Bell is, just to be clear, I mean, you look at their revenue breakdown in different segments, there are aspects of it which are killing it and which are which are awesome. And we use uh, yeah. you know their service and networks and everything all day long, but they're definitely the weaker area had been this for, for, for years. And uh, yeah. I guess this is the, the the final straw where they said, listen, we got to cut some, cut some ties. And keeping with the clown theme, there's three stations that are called funny that are... Uh that are going to be or scary they could be scary clowns uh, so but here here in Vancouver there's BNN Bloomberg Radio 1410 and like I don't think I've ever listened to it Brandon you said you've never listened to it and who like you know who listens to uh, AM radio in their cars anymore I read really? something recently like, that a lot of the big manufacturers were trying to eliminate AM uh, I don't know if you read that story or not but they said well, we're going to make from cars from their vehicles you mean yeah. From their vehicles, they weren't going to put them in. But in the U.S., at least, if, I'm, if I recall the story correctly, the U.S. said, no, you have to, because there are still pockets of the country that listen to AM and they might not have uh, the, the satellite, you know, for whatever reason. And so, yeah, I found that interesting because I haven't listened to AM for whenever. can't remember. That's crazy. I'm, I'm just going to put a link in the, in, the, in the chat, by the way. So for those that wanted to do the money show, I don't think that's my tracking link, uh, but, but that, I'm pretty sure you can sign up there, uh, FYI. Yeah, so there's a little register now button, so that would be super cool. Um, the actual link, like I said, is is this one. Um, the second one that I'm sending would be uh, better, uh, but if that if it doesn't if the link doesn't open up, then n no big deal. S sorry, did I go on? Yeah, that, that's oh, fascinating. Just... I didn't know about about the cars, but I mean, it makes logical sense. That's just how the world's been trending. Um, well, I have I haven't looked in the AM radio in forever. When I when I bought my new car, I guess almost four years ago now, I, I they give you that promo, right, with the Sirius satellite and you listen to it, and then after yep. three months or whatever it is, they go, oh, you gotta start paying. Of course, at that point, you're hooked. So I did subscribe to it, but now, <laughs> living in the smaller town here, like the drives are all three minutes long, unless you're going to town, right? And I listen mm -hmm. to podcasts or whatever. And so I recently um, just canceled that subscription because I, like, literally I was listening to, the, to it uh, three, three uh, minutes a day. I thought that's mm -hmm. dumb, even though it was pretty cheap to do that, but at least you could get it. But yeah, Still. a lot of places, I guess, don't, you know, maybe you can't afford the, the subscription or whatever the case may be, but uh, that's, hey, um, yeah. That's fascinating. We got a couple, I don't know if Tony's joking when he says AM and CD player. I hope, Tony, you're not still using the CD player. That's like, <laughs> I hope. Um uh, but uh, so maybe you're joking. And and North Shore Highlights says he always listens to it in the car. If I'm listening, the one time I will listen to AM Radio Dad is if there's a sports game on, um, right. you know, like a big soccer match or a big, you know, playoffs or whatever it is. And I'll, I'll try and find that sports channel that has the, you know, I remember that the World Series was on. I was watching the World Series. I don't mind listening to baseball when it's on AM Radio. Um, Interesting, so that's, yeah, because... That's uh, the serious had those sports channels, so I could listen to the football games or whatever for traveling. Uh, but yeah, that's, I guess that's another good source there. It's basically kind of like the Netflix model or the streaming model of of, of, of audio, right? Um, Sirius, that's kind yeah, of the yeah. kind of exact same position, and I mean clearly that's been a, a working one. Um, Swayam, sorry, I have no idea how to say that. Swayam, um, are we doing the social in Toronto in July? The social is going to be in August. So the investor social with Blossom, we're all going to be flying out to uh, Toronto and Montreal. You know, there's a lot of people in Montreal who still been asking for us to come that way. So August 1st, 2nd, 3rd will be Toronto um, and Montreal, and that will be the social. The one in July is going to be Calgary. So Calgary's so there's still a couple of months away for that. That's uh, why I'm. And then back in Toronto in September. And then back in Toronto back in September. That's right. So yeah, we, we got a busy summer here, Dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
I thought we were going to kind of slow down over the summer, but we're we're on my the goal, ride, on the move. My ride still has a six-disc in-dash CD player and iPod Classic connection to Aux. A six-disc? <laughs> that's that's like I this is like lingo. This, this is this is terminology that like yes, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know, but uh, yeah. I, I do remember the iPod Classic, the iPod Classic. So I guess that's literally the one that like literally has the scroll wheel and that <laughs> right. I think I'm thinking about that right. Connected to an Aux. You know, it's interesting because where is Apple today? Like worth how many trillions of dollars? Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I vividly remember when Apple was on the verge of bankruptcy. They were, you know, they were going oh, out wow. of business. Yeah. Um, and the iPod is, I think, generally sort of credited with saving them when they came out with that new technology. And I remember the first time I ever saw an iPad in action, my brother. Uh, your uncle Sean used to play in a band, and when I visited them in Manitoba, I'd drive to Calgary or Saskatchewan or wherever they were playing. And one of the the drummer was listening to their new tracks, and he was using, it wasn't an Apple iPod, but it was a uh, whatever format you call that, and it was like blown away, no tape, no discs, and it was so cool. Of course, you know, here we are today. You know what I saw? On, I saw on TikTok. Um, so they're saying the easiest way to make a bunch of money over the next decade, and. Um, Basically, what the guy went on to say was when Apple releases their new VR headset, mm -hmm. so next year it's set to launch, he said, buy one for $2,500, sock it away. Open it. Don't open it. Don't touch mm -hmm. the wrapping. Just sock it away. And 10 years later, I mean, he looked at the comparison to the first iPhone, which, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it's a bit over 10 years, but the first iPhone sold for however many you know, thousands of dollars. Like, it's like some collector's item. Um, right. And I was reading the comments and people are, like you said, I mean, whether it's the iPod or whether it's the Apple phone, they start in, you know, in one, they're, they're, yeah, there's, you have this there's one the, product. The, there's the launch. There's the launch and, you know, it looks so cool and innovative at the time. But now we look back and say that iPod is just like, it's like the oldest, it's, it's crazy how fast things evolve. And I mean, assuming the Vision Pro or the VR space can grow at that, at that clip, I mean, it, let's just fast forward 15 years and imagine looking back and saying this device looks so limited or this device looks so basic. Um, I mean, if history has told us anything about other types of technology, that that's what the argument is. Um, well, I, I do remember, I believe it was 67 when they put the first man on the moon. <laughs> so go back a little bit. But uh, I saw, I, I read about a year ago or so where the, the new iPhones have more technology, more computing power than the Apollo mission that sent man to the moon. You know, yeah. so it's just crazy. Crazy. It's like Moore's, Moore's Law or something like that, right? If I was going to take, if I was going to rely on a computer to take me to the moon, I'd want the, the latest and greatest. But I guess back in the day, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive. Any new comments coming in? Oh, you are we young. We do. Nord we do. Uh, well, no, so I think. Nord, I think. is saying I'm young. No, 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 no. Or he's not saying. No, he's like, he's, he's. I think he was talking to Tony because Tony said here, you exposed your age there as, he, as if he's ah, an old fart. Gotcha. And he said, I'm not an old fart. You're just a little young, little, young, little I like it. Gen Z. I think I that's like where it. the dialogue is. Um, no new friends. If VR becomes common in modern education and work, then the pair trade is long optim optometry healthcare. Interesting. And I, and I can see that being the case. Uh, like you think of all the industries that will be able to do, oh. you know, leverage this new platform and this new operating system uh, to to function and prove their business, uh, I could I could see that being the case in many many fields. Uh, I see crazy potential, D despite the headwinds that the that the industry is up against. Um, I I do believe ten years from today we'll look back and go, wow, I remember when that happened because it's just the the, the opportunities there, the possibilities. It, it's kind of like the iPhone. 
I don't think anybody you couldn't have could could have imagined what it does for us today, or you know, or uh, the equivalent. Um, think of all the, the yeah, all of the businesses that have been produced on the we app store. We can't have all, thought all of, of how powerful these will be yet. That's true. Uh, Eric, this is the Toronto show free? It's completely free. So the money show is completely free. Uh, in fact, that's why I'm telling you guys right now, if you're in the Toronto area, go and use that link if you scroll up a little bit. Uh, completely free to attend. And like we are one of the keynote speakers. There are so many other um, fantastic people speaking there. Yeah, it's a Who's the guy? Show. There's a very good show uh, and it's two days long and there's all sorts of cool products. You can go into their trade show and get free giveaway stuff and sign up for all these things. It's, it's really fun. Um, the, the Toronto show that we do for the Blossom Investor Social, uh, we haven't set a pricing on that, but it's not going to be crazy expensive. That, those typically come with drinks and beer, and it's probably anywhere between 20 bucks to 30 bucks uh, for the evening. So, But the Toronto Money Show is free. Yeah. Um, Brandon B., uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Apple can do with VR headsets, but their starting price is very expensive, so I don't think they will be able to sell a lot of them. Man, yeah. talk about the power of Apple. I was shocked to see that. I think 3500 right, is the... Well, the 20, I think it was... 20, was it 2500 or 3500 I think it was 2500 USD. Maybe twenty five. The Apple headset. Maybe it was thirty five. Thirty five hundred. Oh, it was thirty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's USD. But you know, one thing I'll say is this: like, what, what if you look at like what people use like Meta Meta Quest for, for example? I think gaming is obviously so big, right? And they're basically targeting like, in my opinion, when I look at what they're targeting uh, Apple through that whole presentation, is like a completely different demographic than the masses actually which is crazy to, to say i mean it's like obviously they want the masses to buy their product but the fact that it was so structured around productivity and you know improving your workflow you know i i see it more targeted towards business people where this is you know it's not a vr device to go play video games and to go hang out with your friends it's like basically a second computer right is the way i look at that i see it as you know hey you can go you know go buy a macbook for two or three thousand dollars or you can buy this vr quest or i mean this vr uh, headset and then it's like a per productivity computer style target that they were going after, which may be a more affluent um, uh, audience versus like <laughs> the $500 ones race to the bottom trying to get, you know, uh, for video games. At least that's the I, way I saw it. Well, funny, it kind of takes me back to the when BlackBerry was the world leader in mobile devices and Apple came along and BlackBerry basically scoffed at saying like people want, you know, they need, and BlackBerry was business oriented. And you know people aren't going to want to play games on their phone, and they're not going to want to do all these silly things and take pictures and what have you. Well, that was obviously proven wrong. We're kind of almost seeing the flip now, where mm -hmm. the Quest is the, uh, to this point at least, uh, has been mm -hmm. a gaming platform to the best of mm -hmm. my knowledge. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas Apple, I agree with you, is coming out and saying like we got to think way bigger than that. And and the the, the uses like on my watch here, heck, I mean, it, what doesn't it do nowadays? And so they're going to be that. Uh, that's where I see the potential. Yeah, not in gaming. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I get a headache I when I game Oh yeah, I want to shout out Beatrice. I haven't heard from Beatrice in a long time. Beatrice from uh, I would I'm gonna say up north, but like maybe uh, Williams Lake or somewhere. something like that. Somewhere yeah. Grand, Grand Forks or something weird. Beatrice, one of our one of our I students. Think it's north of here. Beatrice we, will will tell us here, but yeah, I haven't seen her in the chat. We for we long. know that because she flew down for our first little um, you know exclusive little event for our students in the investing academy. Yeah. Beatrice, she flew down from. I think it was Grand something. Grand, wherever that would have been. Oh, Prince George. George. There you go. I knew it was a two-word two thing. <laughs> Same thing. But uh, yeah, good, to, yeah. good to see you here, Beatrice. Uh, let, let's move on. I think we had a couple more pieces of article to talk about, and I do see a couple questions in here. I see one about the, the, the rail switching law. Um, it's kind of new to me, actually. Uh, Eric, I'd have to look, at, look that up a sec. But 
Uh, I'm not up to washroom. speed on that, but it kind of reminds me of this um, of the issue with uh, Tesla <coughs> sharing their EV network because at some point the regulators say you got to do it, right? Mm. They, they can't. Everybody can't go and build a network. Um, Eric says, my general understanding is there's a lot of places that railways can use the other railways up to 130 kilometers now. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. They would get, I'm guessing they get paid for the use, but I don't know um, enough about I guess that. that. I guess that would be, yeah, from almost the center of BC. Oh, that's where Prince George is. Yeah, I guess we should know that. But I yeah, I mean Prince George, that, yeah, back in the day. I'm just thinking if, if, from what I'm just reading about this, Eric, I mean, you know, you're this big company, whether it's CN or CP, and you're so happy about this rail system that you've got built up and it's what makes you unique and special. And then all of a sudden you guys start sharing it with the other railways up to a certain kilometers. I can see why they're unhappy about that. Um, either happy for some, maybe unhappy for others, but huh, maybe that, something that, we'll look into more. Well, yeah, one of the things that's always irked me as a human being and as an investor is you get a company, they, they take huge risks, they go out and they develop an amazing product and dominate the market. And then, you know, the antitrust people step in and go, well, hey, you've done way too well. So now we're going to have to separate you or split you out or you're going to have to give technology to your competitor. And I mm -hmm. get it conceptually that you don't want one company ruling. I mean, I, I truly do get that. But I feel like, oh, man, there should be more compensation for these companies. And if you look at, you know, companies like CNRCP with their massive rail networks. Well, I mean, they're not going to want someone else. That's, that's one of their moats, right? So all of a sudden... Well, exactly. you have to allow other other competitors to use this, but it is. It, it, I think they are trying to <coughs> trying to find a balance out there because yeah, we don't want one company controlling everything. But hey, Brent, um, sure. we, we were talking the other day. We talked about the Caterpillar uh, quarterly dividend up by eight percent. Mm -hmm. We just thought we'd throw that out because uh, you know I know a lot of our uh, viewers are cat holders as well. So yeah, they approved an eight percent hike to their to their uh, quarterly dividend. I am a cat holder, but the 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 real different cats, different, different type cat. of cats, and I've been I've been wanting to be a cat shareholder for mm. uh, again. I don't know what is it about this company that's always been on my you know, radar since I've been working with you, Dad, which just goes back like yeah. literally close to a decade now, and it was always on my watch list, and I've never ever ever pulled the trigger, but um, you know they sh I should have <laughs> in hindsight, and uh, nice increase to the dividend here. Um, I'm gonna run to the washroom here, Dad. If you want to move on to the next uh, story, yes, I, I will. I had uh, a, I'm on my third cup of coffee this morning already. So yeah, that would be great. If you there, there's the ten years numbers on cat, Brandon. So yeah, you would have made some money there. But um, uh, Tony, I'll just uh, look over here. Brandon's been sort of keeping up to date on the um, comments. But Tony says, "Do you think battery manufacturing is a good long-term investment? I guess a good pair trade is lithium mining." Um, yeah, I mean the, the batteries will evolve, and like I say, Toyota has just announced their plans to roll out their new technology. And I think they're targeting 2025 for the first iteration of that, but no question. Uh, something I, I don't know the answer to this, but something that's always in the back of my mind is where's all this product gonna come from, right? All the, 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 the uh, rare earth metals and the, you know, the mining products, I, they gotta figure that out, but they will. But um, yeah, so um, hydrogen fuel cells vehicles are next. I'm not sure if that's a dig at, at me going back to you know 1998, 99 when I started buying my Ballard shares or whether that's a legitimate uh, concept. Uh, Kevin says, I always, th I always though, a thought many of the lines were built with government support. Um, yeah, I, I, if you're saying like all of the, oh, the, uh, the rail lines are built with government support. I don't know, maybe. Uh, so I guess the argument there is if they were, then there should be an element of sharing in there. Uh, yeah, not sure. 
not sure uh, if that's how it works or not on the railways, but could be. One of the nice things about having a chat like this or the viewers on our YouTube channel is there's so much feedback. And for those of you who aren't Academy members, I know that some of you are. The the Discord channel, holy cow, the information that's shared on there is just unbelievable. And as always, there's a small number of people who tend to to give back to the community. But Beatrice, you'll you'll know. Uh, I know when you joined the Academy and you were always on the on the Discord there and, and the, the value that you get out of that is pretty pretty crazy. Um, so anyway, just about cat, yeah. So th we thought that was interesting that they did raise the dividend there, um, and I, this caught my attention when I read the news release. Caterpillar returned a billion dollars to shareholders in Q1 2023, so 600 million in dividend, but 400 million dollars in share repurchases. And um, yeah, I, I love companies that that combine those. I, I don't, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a big fan of going out and buying shares just for the heck of it. But if they feel if they feel value and they're returning value to the shareholder, uh, to me that's a an awesome. An awesome combination there. You're back, Brad. Um, yeah, I was gonna say this. This next story, I, I, I had not heard of Cava. Like, I've never eaten at Cava restaurants, ah. but mm -hmm. I'm sure wondering if, our, if if the if the audience has, because apparently this is a pretty pretty big uh, Mediterranean company. I don't think we have them around here. I don't think it's a Mediterranean company. They sell Mediterranean food. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Just came, it, came, it came out wrong. But yeah, there was. Uh, Maybe maybe if you Google if you Google some of the uh, the food things like, they look pretty good. I was looking through their website. Yeah. The. Uh, good. I'll see if I can get some pictures up of that. Yeah, it's, like it looks like, pretty healthy. It's, from the what I've heard about it, it's basically like a uh, a uh, Chipotle type concept. And I know Brandon, you've spent many many dollars and and consumed much of the of the uh, Chipotle food over the years, and so this is sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the concept. I've, so anyway, yeah, the big story, they IPO'd yesterday and they were up as much as 117%. But uh, as always, the IPO, you know, they come back, they come back down. If we just look, uh, for example, mm. I'm not going to have much history here, but we can have a look at what they did yesterday. Just a basic return here. Well, there's their... their 90% their... on the IPO? Holy smokes. Yeah, I mean, this chart, this is the <laughs> candlestick chart. It doesn't really show uh, much there. But yeah, they were up. Well, that's actually, and that's come down. They're up about 120% uh, out because the issue price was $22 a share and they are now trading at $36 a share. So that's kind of where wow. they are, but they were up as high and as takes 40. Me, that takes me back a few years. That takes me back a few years when all the stocks were IPO and then. <laughs> and you might have bought a, a snap maybe? Uh, something like that. I might, have, I might have learned a lesson there, but um, yeah. hey, Candace mentions here that the Mediterranean diet is huge. So I can see this restaurant train doing well. Yeah, I, well, I never, never ate that. Never really ate that kind of style of food. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, say they're sort of a, a Chipotle type. This is their yesterday's numbers, but founded in two thousand six, uh, opened its first restaurant back in twenty eleven. It's a build your own Mediterranean meals, uh, which is a formula made uh, popular by Chipotle. I've only eaten at Chipotle maybe once in my life. Uh, it was a good, it was a good, um, good experience. Yeah, we don't, have any, we don't have any Chipotles here in Paul River yet. We're trying to get our Boston pizza up here. Yeah. Kevin, how's my baby doing? She's growing, man. Let's look, look up a photo. She's zipping around the house everywhere. So she's uh, she's doing great. Uh, she's crying a lot and throwing. she threw a pretty big ten temper tantrum yesterday when we were out at uh, lunch. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was Vivian's birthday yesterday. I think I don't know you knew that, Dad, but my wife's birthday. So we spent some time. Uh, we went to go... Yeah, we went for lunch, went for dinner, 
and uh, yeah, she was not she was not happy. She, she's so particular. And, you know, Ava that is. I'm not talking about Viv. Ava, 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 Ava was very particular. Um, very very particular about many things, and yeah, she's in that phase where she'll just and her her cries and scr- like she's shrieking and stuff. Like not, you know, it's uh. <laughs> yeah, the the I, I can put them when you give me the clown suit, Kevin. I can put it on and either amuse her or scare her. But um, so let me let me vouch for my granddaughter because they were up here for three nights at the end of last week. And of course, I mean, for those of you who might be grandparents, I mean, it's just precious every minute you can spend. And and uh, so, like any other child, I mean, I think we we heard her cry at night a little bit. And it's funny you mentioned there was shriek Brandon because for the first time ever. Um, I heard her shriek, you know, for whatever the issue was, but it's all just funny. You distract her and she's, she's back to being in a good mood again, but it was just precious, precious 72 hours or so, um, of spending time with her. And it's nice to give mom and dad a bit of a break too. Cause I, you know, I, Oh I, yeah. I know. I mean, we, it, right now we're like, it's great when we go up there cause we get a huge break, but we have to weigh that with the, with the potential for getting eaten by a witch. Right now, so that's. <laughs> but, but it's pro- but getting a break is probably worth it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I know it's, it's I, always nice when I was, you make the effort. I was looking through my photos to see if I had any photos of you guys, but maybe Dad, you, you can explain this. No, what did I see there? For, for the audience at home. Oh, that's uh, me on the beach with a. Re- hey, let's with, let, uh, let, royal... let, let let let's leave it. Let's see in the comment section. What do you think is happening here? Yeah, if, that's you the... had to, if you if you had to speculate, <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, what what I there's a picture of me with my with uh, oh I've got the wrong I got with the officer Canadian, with a Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer in Paul River. Um, yeah, so what what do you think happened? Good 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 question there, Brian. I I think I know. You know what happened? I didn't know you taking that picture. Uh yeah yeah no I had to I I document some things sometimes but. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like, I found the witch. <laughs> God, yeah, I, 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 I could look up a million pictures here of uh, the granddaughter, but I'm not going to uh, post them there. Uh, Mark awkward explaining why the clown, the clown suit, that's good. Cops bro- boat broke down. You got caught with a beer keg. Police wanted to explain to Mark why their investments sank. <laughs> I skipped on. I didn't see that one. The uh, the what do you call it? The, the cops pension. The cops pension uh, fund is down. Uh, Justin bad. says got got, keep, got caught streaking again. I like the again part on that. <laughs> Brandon did go that... for a dip in the water. The water outside our house is is cold. I mean, it's the Salish Sea, and when you first jump in, it's it's there's no. I don't care what people say. They go, oh, the locals. Oh, we go in there all the time, and it's fine. And it is fine after you've been in the water. I'm going to say probably seven or eight seconds, but it takes that long for your body to just go get over the shock. But it's 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 cold. But Brandon did uh, get, did go in for a dive. It's refreshing. It gets your whole your endorphins start going. It's it's yeah. It's yeah. it's really it feels so refreshing. But it is definitely cold. Photoshop mark. <laughs> I love okay. it. Go again. Yeah. I was going to say the audience. Uh, you know the viewers. Now we know what they think of you. Uh, you know, there's this. We have this one image of you, Mark, but uh, the I'm comments are speaking for itself. <laughs> so here's quickly what happened. Uh, we were out in the morning, and I noticed on the beach there was this yellow boat, a tiny boat. I thought it was around 10 feet estimated, but it turns out it was around 6 feet. So I came back in, and I told the family, I said, there's this abandoned boat out there. And 
um, one of the neighbors had said, I said, I, what I should do is put it on our local, like we have a thing called Swap and Shop where you buy and sell stuff. And I said, I should throw it on there uh, and say, who's missing a boat? Because it probably got detached from a boat or something and floated away and ended up on our beach. And the my neighbor said, well, what about a missing person? And I hadn't even thought about that, but it was in the morning. So maybe someone went out for a late night boat ride. And so I, yeah, I called the RCMP non-emergency line and I just explained the situation and said, here's what's happened. So they sent a guy by and he, first of all, just said, well, yeah, go throw the boat up. So he's, he said, there's no missing, no, no missing persons report. So that was good. Anyway, mm -hmm. he said, throw it up on the swap and shop and see what happens. Well, then about 10 minutes later, he came back and he checked in with the local authorities and they said, no, we have to take the boat. So he came down. We're just going down the steps there to, to gather the boat. So that's what happened. Mm -hmm. no, no streaking, no passing the, the cash to the cop or nothing to do with the closet. <laughs> Darn. But I, I, um, I, I can do like a, that sounds, sounds like they make it for a good Halloween concept uh, costume. If you put all those concepts together, there'd be good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be an inside joke, but I'm sure uh, some of you guys will know. Well, hey, we, we're up here already on one hour of time, oh, and wow. you know, maybe what we'll do is this. Um, I do have a pretty, I have a pretty packed day. On all honesty, uh, do you guys like it when we go longer, shorter? Uh, before we kind of s sign off here, maybe let us know in the comments. Like, a, are you enjoying these live streams? Because these are new to us. B, yeah. um, time length. You know, is this a good time length? Do you guys want them to be longer, more concise? you know, maybe two hours and we just kind of hang out more, ask, answer more questions. And then uh, the third thing I was going to ask was actually in regards to your, um, have you guys been enjoying Mark's new uh, news thing? We, we can leave that for another day, but yeah, more or less, let's focus on the live stream. Um, do you guys mind quickly yeah. dropping in the chat lengthwise, um, content wise, any suggestions for us in terms of how this can be better, how we can improve it. When, when we came up with this concept, Kind of leave them wanting more. Uh, when we came nice. up with the concept, um, Brandon and I were like almost a polar opposite ends of the spectrum as to what a live session should be. Because I've never, and I don't really watch them, but Brandon had sent me a few as an example. So we've sort of uh, come up with a, this concept. And yeah, hopefully, I'm loving them. <laughs> like I love doing these things and just sort of, you know, we have a few points we want to talk about just randomly meandering too. And get, I get slammed all the time on these now apparently, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be the bash, the bash mark. Uh, once a week, oh, we get to come man. in for next week. I want you guys to, you know, you have a week to go, go through with your notes and just think of all the things we could bash mark with, and that will be. Uh, <laughs> our, we'll, we'll start with that. Uh, I, I would love to see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm seeing a, a lot of comments here from the longer is better, and it brings me back to what I said to start this for those that were around. Is like, yeah, Dad, there's it's one thing to come with a really concise presentation. It's another thing mm. to just come out and, and hang out with the subscribers, and that's. Like I, mean, I like this. Like, way, I like this way better, actually. <laughs> even what Underling is saying, like you know, having people like Daniel Pronk drop in, and you guys, some of you have been here the entire hour just to be able to hang out with you guys. To me, that's my my version of what I'd love these to be is to just get to know you guys on a bit on a better, deeper level. Gabriel, great session. I I love listening. Enjoy listening to you guys. And and like, okay, so Kelsey is saying thirty minutes is good. So this is actually the opposite, Kelsey, saying yeah. Kelsey, excuse me, keep it shorter, more concise. Um, but I think we are getting a vote. Uh, Beatrice says an hour is good. So I tried to blend the past live streams. I got uh, a shout out instead. <laughs> don't don't blend in. Stick out, Beatrice. Ah, Be, uh, Beatrice. Know, stick, stick Beatrice out. blending in. I don't see that. You're like right out front normally. So, <laughs> but, but and, and um, of course I'll, these are all these are posted on our YouTube channel, right? As you know, I guess. As VOD, uh, so yeah, questions. exactly. So, mm -hmm. That's right. So you guys can go if you have to jump out for whatever. You have to leave in twenty minutes. Like do it and then come back. Absolutely. 
Uh, I like this suggestion too, Kevin, like starting with some stocks that we either watching or buying and discuss them uh, and then discuss stocks we are interested in. Okay, so bash mark after. (laughs) that order. Okay, so so I think I I got the structure down. We're going to come in, we're going to talk about stocks, and then we're going to bash mark. And then uh, we'll do that for about two hours. Oh, man. Then discuss stocks. I like that. I'm game. Bring it on. (laughs) Cool. Well, let's uh, let's do that then, guys. We will cut it off. Thank you all for tuning in for this week. And uh, yeah, we'll set another one scheduled for next Friday. And I look forward to seeing some of you guys who have been tuning in. And uh, in the meantime, drop a like if you haven't already. And baby talk. Okay, cool. We'll do st- stocks, talk. bash mark, and then some baby photos. I think that's... Uh, yeah, sounds good. <clears throat> and I'll dig, I'll like dig out that. a few... Uh, I'll dig out a few baby photos of, of my first baby. Where, and where's the photo well there's where's the one you just sent me dad you just sent me one recently right Um, i did it's probably on my on my ipad here i'll see if you mean the thumbnail idea yeah yeah no i'm so yeah where where, did you send me that i will send them off with that one one thing yeah looking uh, through our chat here it might have been on slack this is it right here the thumbnail one this is i thought of the thumbnail we don't like really clickbait thumbnails but we thought this would be a good one for our next stock battle video (laughs) We should try to recreate that in modern time, Max. You see there, Speed. You, you, you look like you're, you look like you're yeah, doing a little like it. you're doing like was, a thug. You're like I mean mugging. Totally, I was trying to I was trying to teach you some discipline, Brandon. Failed miserably. <laughs> nice, cool guys. Uh, thanks, Ken. Thanks, Kenneth. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks, everybody. See ya. See you, Dad. See you, bud.